and welcome back to the podcast Brain Block, the one podcast focused on the intersection of neuroscience and culture. This is Gunnar. I'm here with my co-host, Isaac. Hi, guys. And this episode, we are going to be talking about brain-to-brain interfacing and wireless influences on the mind. Do you want to dig into this, uh, get us started with it, Isaac, or should I? Should be a great, uh, should should be a great, we got a great episode planned today. Um, so I guess really the only way to talk about this is, I think, brain-to-brain interfaces, most notably known as telekinesis. Um, so telekinesis as an idea. Uh, so right now, we do, in fact, have ways to uh, create computer data only from wha- what we think. Uh, Now, that's existed for a while, and we can do that with a lot of ways with EEG caps, but one of the most interesting um, long-term effects, uh, long-term experiments, which could prove um, the first step to real-life telekinesis, is scientists at the University of Washington used EEG caps, um, and they took in our mind, and then they sent that data over to a uh, which can stimulate a rat's brain, which can cause that rat's tail to move. Uh, that's one of the most interesting ideas on that I think, because it shows a direct inter- uh, intersection of. It's the first. It's the first step to telekinesis, really. Yeah. No, it's a wonderful way that they were actually to. Uh, they were able to actually show that. Yeah, these brain waves, these signals. Um, which are really just frequencies, the, um, uh, you know, the, what is it, five or six different frequencies that our mind produces, and we can translate it into actual, um, obviously, like you said, electrical signals, but it can be used then as well, not just for reading, but then writing back into, into these lab rats. It's, it's crazy that we have um, almost rude access to that just by putting uh, some, uh, connections to you know close to the close to the brain um, just by having those electrical connections we're able to not only read but also write to to a lab rat absolutely and you were talking about writing and sort of transcription one of the, uh, another thing on the wireless influences uh, scientists have shown on a little bit of a more complex subject this was on uh, Macau monkeys at the University of Tsukuba in uh, over there in Japan and they showed that low frequency components, so low frequencies would be, be uh, below 22 kilohertz, and then high frequencies would be above 22 kilohertz. Um, so these two things, when they were paired together, would affect how we process counterfactual thinking. Uh, counterfactual thinking is defined as uh, sort of learning from, like pulling from events in the, that happened in the past. So, like, uh, specifically what they did is they did um, monkeys with treats, and they showed that they would not always be the best treat available, the one that the monkey would like the most. Uh, But then, so they would train the monkey to sort of pick the best treat. Um, And then when they would bombard it with these these, uh, frequencies at the different kilohertz, that would be directly affected. And so I think that's really interesting because that... um, I mean, that just shows how the mind can be affected based on things we can't see. And moreover, how many of these different processes, sort of if these ideas of um, 
these unexplainable things, how many of them could be explained by some of these, some of these type things like that? Yeah, that's, no, that's incredibly interesting, especially if it's a combination of, like you're saying, the low frequency and the high frequency of below 22 kilohertz and above 22 kilohertz, because our mind um, is only producing um, uh, brain waves between a frequency of, of, of really low, actually. So like, um, what before between like zero and 30 Hertz. So it's, it's really, um, it's really impressive that such, uh, high frequencies can affect us as well. Um, you know, it kind of makes me wonder if, um, you know, maybe there's a, uh, and I'm going back to, you know, uh, kind of Linux user talking about root, but, maybe there's a root frequency or, or a frequency or a series of frequencies that would be, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, that is the right frequency, you know, the W-R-I-T-E as well as the R-I-G-H-T frequency that would be able to um, not only read what's currently going on in that person's mind or whoever's uh, whatever is being targeted, but then also write to it and create these thoughts. Because if we're able to be interpreted, you know, if if 22 kilohertz will affect us, and we're only producing, um, you know, between one and 30 hertz, it makes me it makes me wonder what, uh, we, you know, what goes, what is untested, what remains un. You know, what in this ocean of experiments that we can do hasn't been done yet. Absolutely. And then so once, honestly, I just like to look for the future of once we will, because this will happen, we will have ways to influence the mind wirelessly and pick different substances and to maybe, I mean, of course, we're not going to be able to like probably dead man walking people, um, not at least (laughs) in the future. Um, But once that happens, the future on bioethics and on consumerism and on everything, it's gonna open up a whole new world. Oh, I yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. That could be um, that could be very interesting to see uh, what what would what would happen in the free market if this technology, um, you know, let's say let's say someone comes up with it tomorrow. Let's say uh, you know we we create this. Um, uh, you know, radio transmitter, uh, as well as receiver, of course, that is able to send and receive signals specifically, you know, to, to our brain. And maybe you can target one person, maybe you can target a group of people. Um, you know, what, what would happen? I, I think that that would be, um, that's almost like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to reference Futurama here. <laughs> the, there's an episode where, um, Fry, this main character who's been traveled, uh, he travels himself a thousand years into the future. He falls asleep and he dreams about like this certain underwear um, that was actually an advertisement. You know, the advertisement was while he was dreaming. He's dreaming about, oh, you'll be a macho man with this underwear. And I'm curious if, um, you know, if I'm, I'm sure if it was released tomorrow, it would just be highest bidder gets it. And, you know, there wouldn't be any regulation right away because governments move relatively slow. But I would be so curious to know where would we draw those lines ethically and morally for, you know, 
Oh no, you know, you you can't put you can't put thoughts in people's mind during the day, but when they're sleeping, when they're sleeping it's okay. <laughs> you know, I'd be curious where that ethical line stands. I mean, so targeted intrusive thoughts in my mind would it's it's not really revolutionize, it would be it would kill free will. Once the mm. possibility of that exists, even just its existence would radically change how we think of free will. And I feel like there's been a lot of sort of thought toward the future and thought toward what will happen with sort of if we keep this corporatism going. In my mind, free will is the first thing to go because free will right now is still being targeted. I mean, if you look at the way that some things advertise, it gets a little bit, um, if you compare it to the way the sort of first steps that the CIA outlined brainwashing, um, being which an assault on identity and guilt, um, even self-betrayal, those are the first three steps that would bring you to the breaking point from there, from whence they would rebuild you. That's very similar to corporatism in my mind. Mm, yeah, I actually, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, that's, that's something I hadn't really thought about. I mean, free will is constantly being attacked, you know, and then you get into the argument, oh, if we even have free will. But it, it, of course, it, it's our minds that are being attacked. So being able to implement something right into our, a thought into our mind, you know, that would be the greatest attack of, of all time. You know, you could, um, you could tell, you could tell uh, Trump or whoever, you know, leader of the free world, hey, you should nuke Russia and ooh, that's an original thought. You know, I that's I'm gonna come. I'm gonna that's a good idea, uh, Mr. Leader of the Free World. I'm gonna do that. Um, and so yeah, following. I, I'd be curious, really. I I bet that there would be technology before you know before we're able to just completely read and write people's minds. I'm sure that there's more of. Um, they're going to there's going to be more intrusiveness along those lines of um, yeah the 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 CIA's way to uh, break down the self and um, uh, the 10 steps you know to to wear to wear someone down and brainwash them I'm sure that we're just going to slowly <laughs> keep climbing that ladder before we get there um, because that technology will go relatively hand in hand with our understanding of the mind not just our you know reading and writing of it but really going oh this okay this is how it works and now we're going to have more advertisers and more you know facebook's with the oh you've clicked you know we tracked your eye movement as you scrolled through facebook and now we think that you would like this ad and is that, you know, it, even that's an attack on free will. I know you're talking about the corporate world, but even going to to such a simple level as social media, you know, the targeting ads, and then you could even, um, you, you could talk about the Social Dilemma movie, but the, the targeting ads in social media, even those are getting so directed towards free will. Because once you're able to kind of understand the way that someone is is handling their device handling their um you know the thing that they pull out at every every stoplight every you know they're on the bus they're you know they're they're not wanting to listen to their family you know this is the one escape that everyone's going to if you can track if you can understand the way that they're handling those thoughts that action those habits you can really 
I'm sure that that will be the next step in the attack on free will before we actually get to, um, you know, the wireless influences and and planting thoughts into the mind. But that would be incredibly interesting to follow um, to see if it really is. Yeah, we're just kind of checking the boxes of what CIA would recommend to brainwash someone. And, oh, you know, now we're, we're at box eight, we're at box nine. Oh, and now here comes um, telekinesis. Here comes, uh, you know, buy this radio, uh, buy this radio, and you'll be able to talk to everyone in, in the world because you'll be able to go right into their thoughts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that the, the future of free will is really something which I feel like right now we don't have too many, like, there's not there's not too many people thinking of it, but I don't know. It could be, it could uh, could spell disaster. Cause cause think about free, if free will becomes a commodity, you would get you would create a massive segmentation in society. You would create sort of the ones who are allowed to think, the ones who are afforded the royalty to think and to have their brains. Um, uh, what's the word? I I guess consequential like a one to two to three with all your thoughts remaining the same. And then you would get the people who wouldn't be able to have this luxury. And so, yeah, I mean, once we, once we reach that level, I don't know. I don't think there's any coming back, any, any coming back from it. Well, and maybe, maybe those, um, maybe the people, the, you know, conspiracy theorists, with their aluminum foil hats, maybe it's right of their times. Maybe, maybe they're getting prepared for <laughs> what they think is already happening, or or what they think is going to happen soon. Um, and maybe, yeah, maybe there would be a simple fix like that, where okay, now you know, uh, brain telekinesis technology through radio waves exists. It's out in the world, but you know, you can you can easily combat it with. A uh, fur hat, or you know, something pretty stupid. <laughs> a t a tinfoil hat, yeah. Yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows what it would be? Maybe it's just, um, maybe it's even. Well, there's so many various variables to think about. I mean, we have obviously our brain is working in frequencies, but on top of our brain, we have a whole body. You know, maybe there's okay if you tack. If you attack the teeth, you know, you can get, you, you can find the, the frequency of the teeth that will send a signal right to the mind um, or the jaws, you know, because that goes um, right to, right to your ears. That's attached right, like if I knock on my jaw, that's going to sound really easily for me, but no one else is going to hear it. Um, and there's even uh, those, there, there's been headphones that instead of going in the ear, they just attach to, um, they just kind of play that frequency through your skull, I think, um, rather than uh, actually being in or over or around the ear. So maybe maybe there would be a, a, an easy fix of, you know, getting dentures so they're not finding the resonant frequency of your teeth, or um, if it's the jaw, obviously there wouldn't be a whole lot you could do besides some um, somewhat intrusive jaw surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that would be what's really, uh, that would be incredibly interesting to see what happens before um, the, you know, what, what are the actual next steps to that, 
to that mind, um, I guess, wireless influences on the mind because it could be something that we're incredibly conscious of, our, you know, our phones that we're on every day, or it could be something, yeah, that, oh, you know, we, we actually just found a way to vibrate the tongue with, you know, this one frequency, it works really well, and everyone, you know, I'm able to plant thoughts in someone's mind by shaking someone's tongue, shaking someone's uvula, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think, I think with that discussion of the future, uh, I think that marks the end of this week's uh, Brain Blocks podcast. So th th thank you for listening. We hope to see you again next week. I'm Isaac. I'm Gunnar. And this has been Brain Block. Thank you. <laughs>